Now, this is a really weird night here at the Dutch Hall on a traditional Thursday evening. We've got big announcements. I have one announcement I want to make. It's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, I also... Uh, I've done... We're, we're doing something that's unprecedented on the Dutch Hall where we um, have opened it up. We've, we've, we've opened it to the general public. <laughs> right? Put out the bat signal. We put out the bat signal. And we just said, you know what? It's Thursday night. Old school Dutch Hall. Open it up. We got a couple of beers in the fridge. I know I can get my wife to bring more whiskey. We can do whatever we have to do mm-hmm. to make this show something like memorable. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with just having you here, Kev, but ah, not. you know what I mean. There you go. I said, you know what? The audience deserves some big things. They've mm-hmm. been supporting our show. We're going to take this to another level. We're going to do two things. We're going to get... A, we're going to give them a big announcement. Nice. Giant announcement. I got to search for the drum roll. I would say you better get on that, Kev, because that's going to be one we're going to need because there's going to eventually be a time where I make a huge, huge motherfucking announcement on this program. All right. Also, mm-hmm. surprise guests. Surprise guests. And they're a surprise not only to the audience, but also to me and Kevin. <laughs> we have no idea who is going to actually show up and who just said they were going to show up. And then didn't then uh, didn't do it, you right. know. So this is going to be a real experiment. We don't know how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario is I'm prepared if this becomes a bomb mm-hmm. to like try to wake up Charters with a phone call. Oh yeah, which would turn out terribly. He's <laughs> not. We would not enjoy it at no. all. No, you know, he's he's told me very much so that he's a man of a creature habit now, mm-hmm. and he likes to have his rest. So you wouldn't appreciate that. So it would be very upsetting. So maybe it would be the best case scenario. I think it would be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. I really wish I could do it, but it, it upsets him. He's, I don't want to upset him that much anymore. I don't know if he's got the what it takes to, to, to handle it, you know? No, he's not going to bounce back like he used to. I don't think so, man. I think I wore him down too much. Yeah. You know, you stretch those uh, stretch Armstrongs and eventually they just don't come back. No you know? recoil. No recoil. I think that's where he's at. So I'm working on a uh, gift for him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on a gift for him right now. It's a present that is handmade. Yeah. Those are the best kind, allegedly. Yeah. It's made with a lot of uh, personal effort. It's really, it's a, (laughs) you know, this gift, this is a spoiler for a show in the future. That's all right. I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, we, we have somebody that says they already want to come to the Dutch Hall. Oh, yeah? Well, I don't know. They might be bailing on us. Let's just see what, what this is. Should I should I look at this message? I would. You'd be crazy not to. Let's see if I get it. Uh, oh, there's three people coming. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're three. on their way? They said they uh, just got done the band jam and will be over soon. Nice. There's three of them coming. So we do need another microphone. Okay. So uh, I think... Uh, we will have. We may have a point in the show where there's a bit of technical mumbo jumbo. All right. Um, but we will. Uh, we have to get one more. One more mic. Let's see if that'll stretch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be able to reach that fucker over there for sure. Sounds good. At least uh, we might have to switch those two, but uh, they'll be fine. Get them. Hand- we'll just have them handhold mics. Aww. This is going to end up being a fun show, yeah. Kevin. We have people coming over. I think it has to be a surprise. Yep. Because we can't uh, let you know who they are, but they're on their way over here. It's really exciting. Yep. Turn of events. <laughs> this is a real show. We added a, 
It ended up turning out to be something, Kev. We uh, waited long enough and it worked out. Yes. So I think this is the appropriate time now to play the theme song. Welcome, everybody, to the Dutch Hall. I am... I'm not going to tell you who I am until the end. But I am here in the pool shed in Pine Grove on a Thursday night. This is the old school way, people. This is the way it's supposed to be. That's right. In the backyard with a good friend, the guy I'm going to introduce right now. He's a great help to the show and a longtime, you know, a supporter of my delusional fantasies, whatever form they have ever taken. Kevin, the fingers <laughs> van Dunge. That's the second game. Yeah. I don't know why I put in the the fingers. But add the to your to your moniker. It's like Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah, yeah. Kevin the fingers van Dunge. It just sounds better, but you are really just Kevin fingers van Dunge. Yeah. But that sounds like more like a an act, like that you're fingering van Dungeon, You know, well, but that's gross. That's gross. Because I'd be like fingering. Yourself or a family member. <laughs> and uh, I am your host and two-time, two-time President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke, everyone. That's it. That's our introductions until our big surprise guests come. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll do some housekeeping. All right. To get it out of the way. Yep. Do you have that drum roll, Andy? Oh, or not? I found it. Yep. You do have one? Yeah, man. Oh, okay, cool. Because uh, maybe we'll just make the announcement right off the hop, and then I can uh, I can get it out of the way, because it's kind of business, eh? Yeah, man. So uh, without further ado, we have a big announcement. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but we started uh, something called South Coast Comedy Festival, and the South Coast Comedy Festival has is ready to announce that uh, we are making a commitment for 2022 Mm -hmm. to do 10 shows in the local area, 10 shows, 10 where we partner with local uh, charities. We're looking for 10 local charity groups or service group, fire hall, uh, whatever you are. Like if you're a dance club, a hockey team, anybody that needs money, right? And you're looking for a fundraiser idea. We're looking for 10 fundraising partners to put on 10 different shows across Norfolk County. And uh, we're looking for community sponsors. They'll sponsor the whole thing. And uh, the goal is to put on quality entertainment across Norfolk, bring in some great comics from all across the country, and uh, raise some money for the community. I like it. And so that's our big announcement. There we go. You can find, uh, you can like us on Facebook at South Coast Comedy Festival, and any uh, announcements that are be coming, well, you'll 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 uh, you'll hear about it if you just like that page. Mm. And uh, also, 
Um, if you want, there'll be some posts on there too about like how you can uh, um, become a part of it if you have a, a group or you'd like to just support us in some way. So that'll all be coming. But that's I'm pretty excited about that. That's that's big news. Yeah, it's big news. I think it's, it gives me some now that the things are kind of opened up that we're kind of seems to be moving on with life. Right. It's time to start getting some good shows again. Uh, I'm excited to go to Sudbury tomorrow. Sudbury? Yeah, I have a corporate gig on Saturday. Holy fuck balls. It's like uh, I'm, I'm starting to uh, you know behave like I'm doing this for a living, so it's pretty fun. You might be getting too big for this pool shed. <laughs> Maybe. I already did that once, and it turned out <laughs> to send me right back to the pool shed. <laughs> okay. This show business is a fickle beast, Kevin. What <laughs> goes up must come down. Yeah, yeah. Don't enjoy things too much. And don't uh, get too upset when things don't happen, don't work out. That's kind of the way to get through this thing, I think, because it is a a, ro- a bumpy ride. Yeah, man. Yeah, but it's going well now. Things are going pretty good, so I'm excited to start hitting the road and doing some shows. And the shows that are going on right now are bangers, bangers. Like there, yeah. people are coming out. Like That's it's awesome. really, and they're coming out to have a good time. So it's awesome that things are happening again. It feels kind of normal, starting to. Everyone's got to get out there and figure out how to be normal again, you know? Yeah, everybody's going to work getting pissed off again, and they want to go out and let some steam off. Yeah, yeah. That was a, the main thing is, like, you know, during the whole pandemic when you could, like, uh, you took away that blowing off steam. Yeah. I mean, at least I did in my life. Yeah. Because, like, before, you, yeah, you said you'd work your ass off, but you knew there's a payoff. You're going to go on vacation. or you, Sure. And you're just going to go out with your buddies and get drunk. Or there's something that's going to be able to just blow off the steam mm-hmm. from the, all the stress that you did. And yeah, what, it seems like I didn't like. That's what I got away from. Right. Not that I have to be boozed all the time, but like, yeah, it helps. Once in a while, just go out and just let off. Like, just Beaver had me over for his birthday party. Oh yeah, man, that was fun. It was so fun. Let me tell you about Kev. All right, Beaver's wife. Have you met her yet? No. Nope. Oh man, he said when when we were there too. He says I should have invited uh, fingers. Yeah, and I I'm like you should have. He probably would have came. I would have. And I tell you, you would have loved it because yeah. Beaver's wife Julie is an amazing cook. She had <laughs> he talks about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she ever good. He's not lying, man. No. It was like all appetizer spread that he had. Right. Mm-hmm. He bought the. Uh, a couple boxes of uh, oysters. Oysters, yeah. And he's talking, you know, from the oceans of St. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went there to the oceans of St. Thomas and got these things. Yeah. They were delicious, I'm telling you. There was about three in the whole two boxes that were stinky. Yeah. And those ones were stinky. They smelled like a dirty, dirty uh, uh, tea wad. <laughs> I like how you made it elegant. Cleaned it up. Yes. <laughs> for the people at home, but it was, yeah. those were nasty, but the rest of them were delicious. <laughs> and she made this like, uh, it was like a vinaigrette with uh, shallots in it mm-hmm. or something. And yeah. you put that in there. Oh man, it was so good. And then like she made these scallops on a little spoon thing that she had hollandaise sauce on. Mm-hmm. And she had uh, stuffed mushrooms and there's calamari that she had these shrimp that were like, honestly, most people cook shrimp. They fuck it up. Yeah, they I overcook would. it. It's just a common mistake, you know? Yeah. Actually, one time I went on vacation uh, to Florida with my in-laws, and, and I cooked shrimp for the big family, but it was on like a charcoal barbecue. Yeah. It kind of got away from me, and the shrimp uh-huh. was overcooked. And so I was like, I'm sorry, everybody. I overcooked the shrimp. Right. I was really apologetic. My kids like gobbled it up, eh? 
And then for years after that, they would ask, uh, can we have overcooked shrimp for supper? Like <laughs> that was their favorite part. They wanted, in the rough. They, they only wanted overcooked shrimp, but, uh, she did not overcook it. It was perfect. And I couldn't compliment her enough. And the work that she was doing to make this all happen. Yeah. Like she's constantly, she's got a hundred dishes on the go. She's mm-hmm. constantly just whipping it out. It was one delicious thing after another. Anyways, my greatest thanks to the Beaver family. <laughs> and uh, it was it was good. You got to figure, like, you know, that just adds to the, like, the not the myth, but of he's packing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because she's willing to. Oh, yeah. Beaver's got a huge cock. And, and uh, we talked about it a little bit that night, too, because. She probably didn't deny it either. No, she never did. No. Neither one of those people confirm nor deny, but there's a lot of annoying glances. I'll tell you that. <laughs> there's yep. a lot of annoying glances. I you know. I, I don't think I'm far off in that in my prediction of Beaver's huge hog. And and I, but he plays it up good. He knows. He knows like not to stop a good thing. Sure. No. Yeah. Like you said, you hear things they they might be true. Yeah. Like I, I believe it. I believe that. I totally believe it. Like Wes Hagens. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, Wes Hagens. Yeah. Uh, he's the coolest guy in the world, right? Yep. Everyone knows that. Yeah. The coolest guy in the whole world. For sure. You know, and uh, he doesn't ever say, when I say that about him. He doesn't deny it. He doesn't say, Pete, uh, come on, I'm not the coolest guy in the world, you know? He knows it. And he doesn't say, you're damn right I'm the coolest guy in the world. You he doesn't know? have to. He doesn't have to. He's not, he's so fucking cool, he doesn't have to do that, <laughs> right? Yep. But this guy, this, this is the way the guy is. You know, when I say these things about people, when I say Charter is, is a disaster of a human being. He doesn't confirm or deny that oh, either. He doesn't. He knows. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> you never hear like a great fighter bragging about it. My daughter told me she's she's firmly stated her opinion publicly. She yeah. wants me to know it every chance she gets, actually, mm-hmm. that I'm awful to my friend Dave. Yeah. And then even as she watches me. <laughs> make this handcraft that I've been working on. I'm kind of staring at him right now. Oh, yeah. He's under repair, too. The robot's <laughs> under big repair. I've been trying this big rewriting of the robot, and I uh, went to plug it in for the first time. Kaboom. Not it, good? No, not good. I blew it up. I think I blew up the switch and stuff, but I have a other plan. <laughs> Side note, if anybody's got a breast pump they want to donate. <laughs> no, I didn't blow that up yet. Oh. I'm trying other things. I blew up the switch. I oh. blew up the switch. I think that's all I really wrecked was a switch and a cord. The cord is pretty fresh. Nah, not a big deal. But the but other than that, so I really uh, uh, scaled down the amount of power that goes <laughs> to the old Robot 2000 over there. Yeah. Anyways, big plans for the Robot 2. I'm hoping to have a uh, couple big upgrades for the for the old boy in the next couple of weeks. I got uh, uh, his head's going to be back working again. And I'm hoping to give him an arm. He's still got gloves on. I think he's been a little handsy with you too. Yeah, he deserves to have a little sit down. He's been he's been not uh, as cooperative as I'd hoped he would be, you know. And to be honest, he was getting on my nerves, so I decided <laughs> to rip his body apart. Also, his neck was getting a bit long. Well, <laughs> getting a little long in the neck. Was getting it? a little long in the neck. I wanted to shorten his neck, give him a little broader shoulder. He was looking at slouchy. Yeah. So I, I'm just trying to give this guy a freshen up. If you look at the real charters, he's actually in quite good shape. Is right he really now. getting? Uh, he's buffing out. Yeah, he's always mountain biking. He's super active. You know, the guy's like uh, skating by the looks of it. Yeah, goddamn skating in his backyard. The guy's uh, <laughs> an athlete. He's uber athlete. <laughs> hey, I forgot to tell you, I got a request. I get requests from sponsors. Yeah, and uh, 
for this show, and I do a terrible job of promoting them. Right. Um, but I do actually get requests for sponsors. And this light, latest one I got was really hilarious to me because um, they sent it to me on Instagram. Yeah. And they go, uh, I can see by your Instagram that you are an athlete. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, you're nailing me so far. Yeah. And they want me to take their supplements. Okay. And then like uh, promote them uh, because I'm a, I'm a workout guy. Yeah. Obviously. You're like, you're like, got the Insta bod. Yeah. And so the, you can see by my, my Instagram that I work out. Mm-hmm. So, um, they want me to do this thing to sign up as an athlete mm-hmm. for their company and I could do it. Yeah. I could be an athlete for this company and my sport is podcasting, <laughs> right? You have like strong jaw muscles, a good neck. Yeah. Like my, my, uh, it'll show me like drinking their stuff and then like cutting grass. Oh, you know? wow. Like it's not, <laughs> that's the, that's my exercise. I don't know what, uh, what made them in my Instagram profile think that I was an athlete they were like a before and after i'll do it <laughs> yeah oh yeah cut like a jelly bean right now yeah i don't know I'll, I'll it would be kind of an excuse to work out you know like yeah if you but then i i don't know but i don't know but i don't know i don't i don't know who to accept as sponsors every time i get these sponsor offers and i swear to god this is how i am i want to make money right but i don't want to like be a whore a whore so like this, shave my balls. Yeah. No, smooth my balls or whatever it was. Right. Either I think it was smooth my balls. They sent me a razor and I had to smooth my. I had to shave my balls with it, and then I had to tell them on like socials um, what I thought of the product, and then they would uh, give me a, uh, a like a. A code that I could sell the smooth my balls product with. Oh yeah, and then I would also get a couple free gifts, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I shaved my balls with it, and then my balls bled, and it got a little bit too close to Big Blue. Right, and I didn't appreciate that. I don't blame. Right, that's yeah. my whole livelihood. You get near Big Blue, that could be the end of old Pete right there. That's for sure. I don't want to be nicking that fucker. No. That's big and coursing through my ball sack. <laughs> I am not going to... Anyways, so this thing did... I use like a... My wife's dull daisy razors on my ball sack. I don't get any nicks and cuts and shit. Yeah. This fucking thing, it cut my ball sack. Zero tolerance for that. So you're not promoting that shit. So I couldn't sell it. I couldn't get the promo code. I couldn't go all the way. <laughs> I could put the ad up to get my free gift, but the ad would be, you cut my ball sack up and I don't <laughs> forgive you. Right? But I'm not going to like try to sell it to my listeners no. and cut up all their ball sacks. It's not right. But no. I do use, still use the trimmer for my Chester, but I put the guard on it yeah. or whatever if I have to get at that nasty one. For my quarterly shearing. You've never trimmed a nip or nothing like that with it? No. That's good. No. No, I never did that. But uh, you put that guard on there. That helps. Yeah. I, got, I got small little nipples. I try to do it in a warm environment. <laughs> no pokies. No pokies. No. And um, what else? Oh. What other sponsors? Oh, I had, um, well, to be honest, I don't know if I'd just say this. They'll probably pull me, if they, but they'll never hear it. <laughs> but uh, better help, you know? Yeah. Mm. I used to push that hard at the beginning because I kind of believed in it. And yeah. then I kind of, u- like, we've used them mm-hmm. and we've had mixed results. Okay. Like, it's just like they give you a, a person, but 
you know, like you can always switch them and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, when everyone in the world is going for a therapist, yeah, there's the Pull ones that then. the ones that you can get aren't the best, yeah. you know, and I don't think this is a, a slight on their them as a organization, really. Right. Just the state of what we're in with mental health, you know, yeah. like our stupid government, they're like uh, talking about COVID and all the uh, implications of mental health, you know, from COVID and it's been terrible. It's been way worse than the actual disease. Yep. And, uh, so they throw a bunch of money at it. Mm-hmm. Well, where's that money go? It goes to research. It's going to help us in years from now. Yeah. You know, it's not going to getting people to see people, you know, like the people that are hurting right now aren't getting help. That's right. And no matter how much money you throw at them, it's not going to help them get help because it's, any good therapist is booked right now because everyone is needs them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like there's more people. Like they're booming right now. Like mm-hmm. there's no. If you're a therapist and you're looking for customers having a hard time, you're not a good therapist. You're not a good therapist. That's just the way it is. So, yeah. I mean, I I don't think that's a a slight on the sponsor, but I had a hard time pushing it because I'm not sure I'm pushing good stuff. Right. You know, I don't want people to become frustrated with it. They might be saturated too, like you just said, right? Like yeah, they're overwhelmed with. I think that's kind of what it is. It's just so many people and it's hard to keep up, you know? And even the good ones are just like spread so thin that you're just not getting the care you used to get. They might need therapists too. Yeah, that stuff bugs me. And then uh, (laughs) there's uh, there was this Brighton Smile people that wanted to... Teeth whitening or something? Yeah, teeth whitening. Oh, wow. And I was like, I got a bunch of smokers that uh, listen to the show. Maybe they'll like to get their teeth all shined up. Yeah. Fucking look like a good old fashioned, I don't know, like Guy Smiley. Yeah, man. You know, you know Guy Smiley? Yeah. Muppets, I always like Guy Smiley. Muppets. He was in Sesame Street. Oh, Sesame Street. Uh, game show host. He was the game show yeah, host. Man. Yeah, Guy Smiley. He was yeah. good. Good name, too. I'll still put on the Muppet Show, the original Muppet Show. Put that thing on. It's great. I like those two grumpy old bastards. Yeah, the there's corner. good There's good jokes in it. Yep. And, um, but it really is old. Like the old Muppet Show is mm-hmm. like, they're hearkening back to what they think is old and yeah. already old. So, like, now they're going back vaudeville and, like, all these old, like, stupid songs that old people would sing that yeah. aren't in entertain. Like, you now you listen to them, you're like, how is this entertainment? <laughs> you know, you'd see, like, George Burns. He would, like, go up and tell jokes. And that was funny. The jokes were funny. Yeah. And then he would then sing a song. Like, and it was just, there was no jokes in the song. It was just, like remember to love one another or whatever it was. And you're like, Oh God, so, even Bob hope. Thanks for the memories. You're like, Ugh, this isn't funny. Big cigar hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. Like I don't understand the song and dance thing. It's past us now. You yeah. Know? Like if I was to go up there, tell a bunch of dick jokes and then at the end, just sing like, uh, thanks for the memory. Yeah. People would like be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get off. <laughs> Should have stopped at your dick jokes. Yeah. That was weird at the end. <laughs> that's uh, that is just how times change but the muppet show kind of has a bit of that but it's different when a stuffed pig is singing it you just kind of like it better that's horny for a, a, a frog a frog i like how gonzo's an alien just wants to come down and fuck chickens yeah <laughs> and and then they, they suggested one time that he do a dance this was on an old muppet show i just watched they said gonzo you got to do a dance with this uh Oh, fuck, what was it he was going to dance with? It was uh, it was some sort of inanimate object, you know, mm-hmm. that, you, that, you know, you don't usually dance with. 
And then Kermit said, is it a girl? Let's say it was a mop, you know? Yeah. He said, a girl mop? And he's like, of course it's a girl mop. It looked pretty ridiculous to me dancing with the boy mop. Whoa. You know, that's what he said, right? Couldn't sell that joke today. I'm like, dude, you are a fucking alien and you're banging chickens, you know? <laughs> I don't think it matters if you're banging a rooster or a chicken. You're... you're you're yeah. a, you're, be, you're into bestiality, and that's wrong by my books. You yeah, know? and I don't know how you tell the difference between a boy and a girl mop. No, no idea. No. Well, the girls, you can. The girls got a pussy. Oh, yeah. Is that obvious? <laughs> Fair. And the mop, you just shove up your the male, you just, the handle, I guess, you just shove up your ass. Well, now I get it. You get it. But the girl's got the handle too, but she's also got a pussy. Yeah, and then there's <laughs> Beaker. Beaker. Yeah, the scientist, right? Yeah. Uh, what's the uh, the scientist's name, though? Oh, I thought it was Beaker. No, that's the assistant, eh? The, oh. the scientist is uh, it's like... Uh, Some kind of German name? Like Professor... Like, uh, uh, I don't know. What, I could be, Google it. Yeah, a Beaver, a Beaker. It's like, um, it's like a nerdy name. Like, uh, uh, I can't remember. Hey, you know what that big... Uh, Muppet that's like uh, got a big face, and uh, he's like a giant. He's a person in a costume. He's not a Muppet. Oh, it's Doctor Bunsen Honeydew. But Doctor Bunsen Honeydew. Oh yeah, yeah. That's who. At Beaker's his assistant. Yeah. And then there was a. It's the big guy. There's two of them that were like they weren't Muppets. They were like people in Muppet costumes, Mm -hmm. like because they're big, like Big Bird. So and one was like the big brown hairy guy with the big nose and lips and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what his name was? No, Sweetums. <laughs> I like the name Sweetums. Hey, Sweetums. It was a big monstery type of dude. Yes, yeah, Sweetums. Anyways, I liked uh, I like the Muppets. I like the band. Yeah, they nailed the band. Animal. Bunch of bunch of like uh, hippies and beatniks and uh, drug addicts. Animal was supposed to be like John Bonham, right? Yeah, is that who he's based on? I think so. Yeah, is it clear? Was was uh, Jim Henson gay? I don't know. We can Google it. Is that common knowledge? I'm not sure. I didn't. I, I don't want to out the it. dude. I'm going to put it in right now. Is Jim Henson? Because I have a theory that he is gay. I got him on my gay list. I have a list of uh, gay celebrities. Yeah. Oh, I just put his Jim Henson gay. Uh, gay history of the Muppets. Hmm. He disliked the term gay and was always described to himself and always described himself as homosexual. But this is off Wikipedia. Jim Henson? Yeah. Yes, I knew it. Henson, Anyways. Yeah. He's dead, right? Yeah, Henson's dead. Hmm. But I think he, cancer got him, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, I think that's how he got, he got it. It says heart failure, but. Oh, yeah? Heart failure? Yeah. Heart failure could be... Oh, uh, wait. I got Joseph Hansen. Maybe it's not the same guy. Oh. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oh, yeah. Jim. It, yeah, I'm wrong. Oh, just another gay. It wasn't uh, Bert and Ernie gay. How gay are the Muppets? <laughs> uh, he was just really... It just seemed like uh, all the all the stuff he was involved with was like really uh, ahead of its time as being progressive towards yeah. gay stuff. Yep. That's why I always thought... He might be gay. Hmm. But you want to know who else is on my gay list? I'm just going to put it right out there, even though this isn't bad. Brad Pitt? No, Brad oh. Pitt, I believe, is straight. I don't know. I just pick a name. Yeah. Well, that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, it's uh, But you're right about the first name. 
Oh, Bradley Cooper? Yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because he's handsome. Yeah. And he's never, I never, he's never date anybody. He, he seems to be around the singer a lot, the girl. The uh, Gaga? Gaga. Yeah, but that's just an act to get the Oscar. Mm. I'm thinking, uh, but like he goes to the Oscars like with his mom and stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. Could be. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it at all. I'm just saying, like, like I think by t- in today's day and age, why would you not like just uh, say you are? If you're say right. you are. But yeah. would it hurt him still today? If all of a sudden he came out, would he not get the same roles he's getting? I'm not sure. Uh, who's Doogie Doogie Hauser? Yeah, it, ha- it didn't hurt him. No. Like you think by we're progressive enough now that if that if you're closeted in Hollywood, you should just come out. Right? Yeah. Like it, it wouldn't hurt you. It'd only help you because you're like now you're brave and you're like an example. And but the other thing is you're acting. So if you're in a role with a woman, you're acting. Yeah. Like straight or gay, you're still acting like you love this yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. Like I think they – I don't think it should affect how they get cast or anything. No. Like nothing. But now the other way around, it does affect. You're not allowed as a straight guy to play a gay guy because you're taking a role from a gay guy. But still, Yeah. I, under, I understand what you're saying, but to me it's just still acting. But if you're doing that, yeah, I, I don't understand it because I'm a I I disagree with that completely. I because like that would mean that no gay guy can get a straight role then, right? And then there would be a lot of them not working as much. Yeah, and I don't think they want that. No, <laughs> I just think you should act. Yeah, if you're an actor. Just play the find role. a role you think this character is interesting. You try to figure out who the character is and you be that character. Yeah, it's not that hard. No, nope. it's pretty fucking easy. <laughs> You've done it. You're actually a professional. I nailed it. I fucking yeah. nailed it. It was. It took me a day to yeah. figure it out. And now, like, are you going to do it again or have you mastered it? No, I'll do it again now. Yeah. Like, I, the first, this is how it worked. I did it for four days. Yeah. Okay? So I've done this for the same amount of time I worked at the World Bank. <laughs> so I, uh, I uh, first day, I said, I'm glad I tried this, but I'll never do it again. Right. I hate it, and I'm terrible at it, and uh, never again. Uh, second day, I was like, oh, I figured a couple things out. Yeah. Um, watching the other actors who were really good at it, mm-hmm. and then um, third day, uh, kind of like felt a little. I felt pretty comfortable. Fourth day, I was like, oh, I wish I could do more of this. You know, fourth day you had it kind of better than the other. Yeah, actors. fourth day I was like, yeah, this is what I should be doing. Like this is this is more like what I should be doing because I I was uh, just more settled into what. Like, I wasn't overthinking it as much. So is it safe to say you're like the Daniel Day-Lewis of Pine Grove podcasters? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I am definitely the greatest actor that's ever uh, done a podcast at Pine Grove, for sure. And, um, yeah, I don't think even the Adcocks have done that. No? No. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Hey, where's our guest? I don't know. They stinky lied to us because they're not they uh, they're literally like two minutes away. Oh really? Long yeah. walk. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, understand. Yeah. It's like they had to drive a little bit, but something happened on where I think they're um, maybe they heard the show started and they're oh yeah they probably went on the old live stream and they're like they're not done yet. I'm like, Damn it! <laughs> I was trying to trick them into doing like ten minutes on our show. Like when somebody's moving and you wait till all the appliances are in the house, and then you're like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. in. I'll help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the moving story? No. Or so I worked. I worked at this company, right, with this lady, and then uh, I had quit. And then I was like, uh, it was years later. I get a call from her. Hey, can you uh, help me move? 
and can you drive a a, a U-Haul? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, and I go, when? She goes, now. Wow. And I go, she goes, I'm on my way to your place driving the U-Haul. Right? I don't feel comfortable driving this. It's pretty presumptuous. And I'm like, okay. I guess I'm doing it. So then she comes to my house. I get in the U-Haul. I go to her um, I go to her house. And I knew her husband when I worked there, you know? like, mm-hmm. And so, like, I think I'm. they're moving to a new house. Like, they moved, right? Well, no. I'm moving her out of her husband's house. Oh, divorce. Right? And her husband's there with all his friends. And I go in there, and they think I'm the guy that... Oh, that's... Banging her. Breaking up the marriage, yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm just the guy who she knew that was close enough to her when she was having trouble driving this truck, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I was, uh, um, like, I was in a bad, like, everyone, those guys, I'm moving furniture, and those guys are, like, being rough with me. They're, like, they're not, they're, like, cold shouldering me in a hard yeah. way. Like, there's aggression towards me, you know? Cause, yeah. Uh, they think I'm the guy that, like, hurt their buddy. <laughs> the husband never explained it? I'm like, dude, I didn't even know you guys were having troubles. Like, I'm like, I'm, I don't know what I'm even doing here. You know, yeah. like tell your friends to ease off. You know, <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, Pete. I'm sorry. You know, that's all he said. Like, uh, he's like, they, they don't know. They just, they didn't know, oh. you know that you're the wrong guy. And I'm like, Jesus, like tell him to ease off, man. Yeah. Not... Maybe pick up a box or two while you're easing off. Yeah. Fucking, I'm like, where's this boyfriend? He should be the one fucking lifting this shit. Yeah. And then I ended up going to the lady's house. And I'm I unload the whole fucking truck before the and then then the dude shows up after everything's done. Yeah, he didn't show up to unload one fucking box. He just showed up to like to like bang the girl at the end of it. Yeah, we're at our new place now. That guy's way smarter than me. We I did all the moving, the <laughs> none of the banging. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't bang her anyway. No, no, not after that. I was too tired. Yeah, <laughs> sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Did she help you move anything, or was it all you? No, she helped me move. All she right. she worked actually. She worked really hard. But I was like, "Where's your fucking boyfriend?" Like, like uh, I'm supposed to. Like, she said, "You just got to get me get the stuff out of like, like you don't have to unload it." Is what she said. Like the her boyfriend would be there to unload it. He fucking waited, but he he wasn't. So then I did it all. Yeah, like, yeah I seen him, and that's the guy. He's in the car around the corner waiting the whole time. Yeah, watching just to like take the heaviest, the last heavy thing off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm just telling you. That's what reminded me of that story because it still bur- kind of sticks in my ass a little bit. <laughs> and then also being a dude. Yeah. Right? And then I'm now in a party. Or, or not a party, but I'm unloading this lady's house, right? Yeah. She's moving into her own house. It's not her husband's, right? Mm-hmm. And then her friend comes over who's also gone through divorce. Then she's like talking the lady up. You know, this is the first day of your rest of your life. You know, this is finally, you can do the, live the life you want to live. Blah, strong, blah, strong, powerful woman. Strong, powerful woman. They're all feeling it, empowered and happy and all that stuff. And I'm sitting there as a husband, <laughs> like, uh, thinking like, this would be my wife if she ever left me and her friends that would just be saying like, finally, you're free of this guy. You know, like you're, <laughs> you know, it just stuck. <laughs> Nothing about it was enjoyable. You know, no. like I was just like, I, I. Like, I do want her to be happy and all that stuff, too, but I couldn't untake myself out of the situation. Yeah. So this is what women do when you ruin your husband's life. <laughs> you just, like, uh, you know, go around empowering each other. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Then they talk about <laughs> Is that too better? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, it just seemed like uh, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I've never seen guys do that ever. 
Guys yeah. never like brag, like saying this is finally it. They're like always just miserable after. Yeah. <laughs> like I just see them sad and like trying to like get their life back together and wondering like you know, where it went wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, a lot of them become too dependent on their wives, to be honest. That's yeah. part of the problem. Hey, it hey, finally happened. <laughs> we got one. That's, that's what I told you at, at the beginning of the show. Whiskey oh, West Haggins is the uh, coolest guy in the world. Yeah. That's how the show started. Yeah. Wes, you got headphones right uh, there. Uh, by, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, we have uh, our first guest to the Dutch Hall, for those of you listening uh, at home, is uh, the coolest guy in the world, the uh, balls of the nocturnal emissions, and uh, my favorite guest to ever be on um, is Whiskey Wes Haggins, everyone. Whiskey Wes Haggins. That thing's giving you problems, eh? Just take it out and hold it in your hand. It'll be a little easier. It's a, it's a, it looks like it's being a dickhead. I think if, if Hill comes, then he has to be, um, God tonight. <laughs> yeah, they're right behind me. Oh, yeah? yeah? Did you go to, you get into some practice tonight, Wes? Yeah. Yeah? yeah? Got a couple new, uh, new covers figured out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just fucking around. Oh, awesome. Hey! Hey, a, a new guest again. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. We have two more guests. This is working out perfectly just for the end of the show. Grand finale. We have two of the other members of Crown the Lion. This is unbelievable. Uh, we have uh, the, our former band leader of the Nocturnal Emissions, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Ball is here. Yeah. And this is return to the show is is uh, is the one and the only Adam Hill, everyone. This is actually God, a God mic? Is it deep? Hey, Kev. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you doing? Good, good. Long so, Michael... Time. Oh, sorry. Uh, That's okay. Just uh, saying hi. Greetings and salutations yeah. all around. Um, we need to get Adam some headphones, too. Those are maybe. They are key. Yeah. Hold on. Michael, you want to I did. I did go on a ski trip. Was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah, an incident. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still, happened. I'm still in one piece at least. So stiff. Everybody's happy. Yeah, I'm a little bit stiff. Yeah, a little bit stiff. Last week we went for a nice four day trip out to Fernie, BC, to visit uh, one of my best friends, Luke. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, he put us through the grinder. It was pretty cold. I think it was like minus twenty seven the first day. So we did a half day. That was nice to warm up. Second day was a bunch of good runs, just four of us out there, four guys just tearing that mountain apart. Third day, feeling good, feeling confident. Yeah. So we're going down some off-piste, like where the signs say, like, you shouldn't go here. We're doing one of those, and Luke's like, this one's really hard. This one's, like, medium. 
and uh, you can get out. So I'm like, I'll take that one. I'm not ready for super hard yet. Yeah. So I get down and do a couple sweet turns and uh, get to the bottom there. What looks like like a like a pillow of snow, and I decide I'll just like <laughs> get through these turns and then ramp over this pillow of snow onto like the main what would be like more of a groom trail. Yeah. Well, that pillow of snow turned out to be a concrete block that I ran my fucking skis into and ejected as the guy skiing behind me. He describes it as like, if you've ever watched the Elton John movie, uh, the most recent one, Rocket Man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like when he takes off and you're high on mushrooms on the... (laughs) Like I looked like that. We went back and measured it. It was like 20 feet. I flew. No trees, thank God. My whole left side of my body took the brunt. So, you, you know, it was the worst, like... This, you know, it takes a few days for you really hurt. Yeah, yeah. I was just like playing with my uh, boy Patrick and like just to lift my arm like that, like up over my head. Yeah. My shoulder was like, fuck you. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just bumped and bruised, though. Nothing like Luke, who's a doctor, was like, I can't believe you didn't break your fucking leg. All right. So, yeah. like, you. It ejected me. Like, the sound of my binding still is in my head. I, I love, love the, the rocket, rocket man. man now. And that's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, God's here. I God. God don't care. No. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we. That's uh, that's crazy. Like, so your skis stayed planted. So that's what I thought. That's what I felt. Is that my skis went into this? Uh, you know, it was a frozen ice block, basically. Yeah. Like a wasn't a pillow. No, they ejected me so hard. Like I think I hit it, and then they basically bent in half. And oh, went sprung. up in the air, sprung up and sprung me at the same time. Oh. And then landed. Who the, my buddy behind me said they landed perfect. Like, yeah. I could have landed back in them. And were they but then in? my poles were a yard sale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the bindings and stuff were... I couldn't believe nothing was broken. I thought really? my skis were fucked. And then really your damage on your shoulder was from you landing on landing, the Landing. It took the brunt. So I didn't hit my head. We were wearing helmets. So, yeah. like, because we know we're going off piece and shit. Um didn't land on my head. Yeah, I must have. I don't really know. I jumped up quick to, like, wave the other guys down to slow down yeah. and don't do what I just did. And they're like, yeah, duh. I saw you, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> of course I'm not going to do what you just did. Yeah, when you really get hurt, you it's amazing how quickly you spring I up. I sprung right yeah. up because that's yeah. your first instinct, yeah, right? It's a show. You're, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know. And then when I saw what I did, I'm like, uh oh. And then I, I was okay. I skied the rest of the day. Then I would say the day after is where it hurt the most. Yeah, I yeah. had to go in early for our lunch Caesars and fireball <laughs> shots. I was yeah. I was a table holder, so I, I was okay though. I, I actually could keep moving. Yeah. That's what the doctor recommended. Keep keep moving the body. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't let that rigor mortis set in. That's right. As I got your stag when I fell down those stairs at the Jason Aldean thing. Right. Or whatever, the first time I like I go down these like steel steps and I I lose my footing and I fall and the steps are packed and everyone's like shocked and they're like uh, horrified, like quiet. Yeah. Uh, and I spring up right away. Like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I take one more step. I eat shit again. <laughs> and this time everyone's like howling, laughing. <laughs> and uh, I get, I now I stay down. Like, I'm like, I'm hurt, you know? Yeah. And by the time I do get up, the bouncer at the bottom of the stairs was like crying, laughing, and he hugs me, and he's like, "I never thought it would happen the second time." <laughs> he's just like laughing. You did it again. Yeah, you did it again. <laughs> oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> and that was one of those things. Those like, stairs are nasty too. Oh, it was brutal. Man. I remember those things. It was brutal. Yeah, I get injured on like every trip I go on. Yeah, you have a you have a track record of it. I usually don't. That's why I was surprised, but I fucked up. I was a little too confident. 
Yeah. 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 Maybe it's something that happens later in life. Cause I had a good streak when I was young. I don't yeah. think I ever, I ever injured myself. And now I'm pretty much guaranteed you go on a vacation with me. Yeah, like you're gonna uh, get injured? there's a hospital trip in there somewhere, uh, you know, and that's terrible. I don't want to continue with that. <laughs> yeah. You're not intending trend. on it. Right? No, I want to stop that trend. Cause my family doesn't want to travel with me. Yeah. Like, cause they know, they know something's coming. Something's yeah, bad's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah. Dad's going to fucking do something stupid. Yeah. Booze has a lot to do with it, as it turns Boot, out. Yeah, yeah, it does make you a little more brave for sure. Yeah. But uh, no, we had a good. We we call Luke our life coach. Like he was giving us all good advice. It just it's a little mistake. It's all take. Uh, we know the risk when we go out there, and like the hills are the mountains. I always call them hills. I had to ask Luke, like, do we call them hills or we call them mountains? Because it's a fucking mountain. You know, like it, the sketchiest part is when you're going up the left there. Yeah. Like, if you actually pay attention to what we're going up, I don't know, for us here in Ontario, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was in uh, Colorado in Aspen there. Yeah. And I, like, no I thought, called Aspen. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I was actually Snow, snow Mass. Snow Mass, Colorado? Which is right beside Aspen. You can get stuff cheap there. That's a little uh, tip. If you ever want to go to Aspen, go to Snow Mass. Okay. Because Snow Mass is right beside Aspen, but you can afford everything. Perfect. Yeah. I do want to go there sometimes, so I might have to hit some. Yeah, it's mass. nice. Snow mass. The rocket, rocket man wants, wants to go to Aspen. Fly there. Yeah. But those things, they were going up. This was the summertime, and they were going up to mountain bike. So, okay. So, yeah, like, yeah. we would just go up, like, so we didn't have to walk it. And then, but they would go up with, like, their mountain bike would go up on one cart, and then they go up on the next one. Yeah. And you just... And you go up the top and you mountain bike these crazy mountains. They're mountains that you're yeah. going down on your bike. Like, how do they all not die? I don't know. And then. Uh, <laughs> it is fucking crazy. But you are up there, man. Yeah, and you're, you're just dangling. There. And, yeah. like, you are way, way up there. Like, we're flatlanders here. We don't understand. Yeah, I just like to, like, get high and forget about it on the <laughs> on the way up. It's nice. Like, do they have gondolas there, too? They don't. It's one of, like, it's an older, like. It's not a mom and pop resort we go to because it's so vast and well taken care of. But uh, there is no gondola, which is a weird thing because, like, like I said, that first morning we went, it's minus thirty and you are freezing your fucking balls off going up the lift. Yeah, yeah. Like guys have heater packs in their fucking hands and on in their boots. Yeah, right. it's it's wild. Like you think like there's got to be one gondola here, but there's so many. There's so many like little nooks and crannies that you like take a let's say a ten to fifteen minute lift up, and then you ski down like a quick one like two minutes, and then you go up another, let's say ten minutes, and then you're at the top where you can go kind of anywhere. Oh, it's yeah. really neat. Yeah, it's so laid out. And like I said, we're lucky we got our buddy there to kind of show us. He takes us into the trees. It's all about where the good snow is. Oh yeah, you're trying to find soft snow. Yeah, the soft snow makes you well, a hundred percent better skier. Like oh, for yeah. somebody like me, I would say I'm like like average, yeah. and it makes me good. Oh if yeah, it's good snow. Yeah, it, like slows you down. Yeah, you when you push off, you're not like you don't hear like you don't hear the ice, yeah. and it's way easier on your body. And you're like if you wipe out, it's not as bad either, right? So when you're up in the mountains, you feel like you're on a spinning rock that's going through space right yeah for sure a few like, times more so than here like way more it's yeah. it's so much different like just driving there is like mind-blowing you take all these pictures and they never do it justice no it's, no you show people pictures of mountains it's and people like just, no big deal they don't understand yeah, yeah. 
I always try to take like a picture of how steep it is and it looks like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was kind of shitting my pants on that one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when the wind comes, yeah, we had really various conditions. It was a good, it was a good learning trip this time, mostly because two of the guys uh, that didn't come are like full blown hardcore boozers. So we were really getting a workout in. Oh, yeah. But then you learn like that the conditions really change. Because I wasn't so bombed, yeah. how much the conditions affect your skiing. Oh, because you're paying attention to it. I was paying a lot more you attention care, to yeah. it. Yeah. Plus, you have babies at home now. Yeah, yeah, that definitely plays. That's why that last day after I kind of bumped myself up, I just took her easy. I wasn't trying to be a hero. Yeah, damn right. Like, I remember 2007 or 2008, mm-hmm. me and Charters go to Lollapalooza in Chicago. Nice. And we are, uh, I remember I was watching the Toadies. Oh, fuck. I'm jealous. I wish. I want to see that band so bad. And I was by myself, right? Uh, and then I say, I go to find my friends because Rage Against the Machine is starting. Nice. And I'm like, where's Charters? And they're like, he went to the front, you know, for Rage Against the Machine. Of course he did. And I'm like, well, who's with him? And they go, no one. I'm like, are you crazy? Like, he's going to die out there. And like, I'm going to go, like, I'm going to go save him at least, right? right? Like. So I try to get to where he is, but I can't get to him because there's too many people. Uh, so, but I can see him, you know. So Charles is like uh, big Polish head. I'm just trying to say like, hey, like what? Like I'm here. Like uh, well, let's get together so we can like have each other's back or whatever. Anyway, we can't get anywhere close to each other. He uh, sees me and manages to convince people to pass me a ba- a Mickey of rum <laughs> what? through all the people to me. So that I can have a shot for it, and then I told them, give it back to them no or whatever, way. and and they it worked. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Anyway, so and it wasn't even his rum; it was the guy he was talking to's his, rum his that buddy. he convinced to pass it through strangers to get to me. That's Charter's like, <laughs> silver, guy, silver tongue guy. Oh yeah, Chambers. I should say Chambers. Chambers. Yeah, this was Chambers. definitely a Chambers, Chambers trip. Moment, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Chambers is the best. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> Chambers is a great guy. Not great with sound, but good guy. Yeah, Charter's terrible, but Chambers <laughs> is a great guy. And so. Uh, um, the concert starts, it was about to start, and there's this little kid in front of me, I remember. He's like 12 years old, and I'm like, little man, like, are you aware of what's going to happen in about, you know, five minutes? Like, when this all goes down, you're fucked. Like the, and he go, he, his mom's like, uh, I'm his mother, and he knows what he's in for, you know, like type of thing. Okay. Anyways, air raid siren comes on. Raises, That's ra- what they play before they go yeah, on? Yeah, it's fu- they get the crowd completely riled wow, up. So as soon as the siren goes on, everyone's like rushing to the stage even more. We're already packed like sardines. So yeah. now we're super packed. And then they start playing the first song or whatever. And it's, uh, it's mayhem. It's literally mayhem. You have no control over where you're going. You're just like going with the crowd. You have to. And if you hit the ground... You're fucked. So, like, everyone sees you hit the ground. And luckily, it was me and this big black guy kept getting pushed around together. And, like, I picked him up once. He picked me up once. Like, we were, like, having each other's back. Yeah. But, like, literally, like, you'd think you're with that guy. And then he's disappeared. And you're at another part of the show or whatever. And I went through. I had two babies at home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm, like. It was in your head? Yeah. I'm, like. uh, I can't die here. I used to have fun. In these situations, I'm not having fun right now. I think I'm going to die. Like, yeah. I need out of here. Yeah. I had to cross through like two mosh pits to get out. And then by the time I get out, um, I'm like, I had no shoes. 
I got no uh, hat, you're, you're sunglasses gone. Yeah, yeah, like everything, everything's gone. Just snaking through people trying to go out the yeah. side. Yeah, I'm just like, where am I? So I text Charters, you know, like, where are you? And he's like, um, wine bar. <laughs> so he's out too. Yeah, wine bar. This is four songs in because the third song, I think. They had to stop the concert. They're like, things are getting, people are getting hurt up here. We have to stop this. This is the Zach guy. He's, Zach de la Rocha. Yeah, he's on the thing. He's going, we got to take care of each other. We got to save this violence for the streets. <laughs> right? I'm like, what? I don't know if that's the right message either, dude. And then he goes, uh, come on, like everyone take 10 steps back, take 15 steps back, like settle down or we're going to have to stop the show. Like this is serious. Like yeah. we have to, we're, people are getting hurt, you know? And he goes, okay, we cool? We cool? This song's called Killing the Nation. Yeah, exactly. It was killing. And then you're like, what the fuck? Play a ballad, man. You know every rose has its thorn? Huh? Let's calm some shit down. That's why I was out of there. Charles is at a wine bar sitting on a Muskoka chair. No shoes, no hat, no anything. He lost his camera, Same. too. He's got a bruise across his chest because he was at the front rail. Against the bar. Ooh, he was against the bar. Spot. And he had to eventually flip over the third song before they stopped because he was suffocating because he was like in bad shape yeah he had a real bruise on his chest and we <laughs> waited we sat there and um we drank wine because the, they were out of beer everywhere so we drank wine at the wine bar and uh, with our feet up on the muskoka chair watched the rest of rage from there and then at the Seems end comfortable it, yeah it was quite nice <laughs> we actually did an interview with rolling stone magazine there too <laughs> no i swear to god He'll corroborate that this happened. Me and him did an actual interview with someone from Rolling Stone where they just want to interview a couple of uh, audience members or whatever. And we are like telling our whole story. And then they're like, we're like, when can we read this? (laughs) (laughs) What page will we be on? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. never. Never. Uh, You'll be on never. (laughs) But thank you. No, don't be on never. Love it. The voice of God is so honest and right always. Um, so, uh, did you make it back home to your babies safe? Yeah, I did. In one piece. Yeah, we all did. But uh, we waited till the concert was over, and then there was a big mound of um, shoes, shoes and hats and stuff. And I had to go pick out shoes for Dave to wear to get, get through Chicago because we get back to our place. Because he was barefoot. Wide, wide foot. Yeah, I had to find a nice wide foot thong. <laughs> Somebody could wear. So it was, that was gross. Right? It is funny how it is, like the aftermath, eh? You just come out of there. And, that was a great I, night. Yeah. Because afterwards we went to this hotel. We were just walking past. And I said, uh, I said that all, a lot of the people who were at that concert probably stay in this hotel. It's so close, right? So I'm like, why don't we just go in and find a party? And Dave's like, uh, where? I'm like, let's get in the elevator. Yeah. So we get in the elevator. We go like floor to floor. No party here. No party here. Finally, we go to one. There's a party. Doors open. And we're like, yeah, let's go. So we walk in the party. It's a bunch of these guys from Cape Breton Island. And <laughs> Funny you say that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, uh, good guys, right? Like, they're, they're salt having, to the earth. Yeah, salt to the earth. They're there to have a good time. And uh, so we're having a great time. Everyone's enjoying Chambers' company. You know, they're enjoying my company even. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, someone puts on Headley, you know? Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Well, Charter says as soon as... This sucks. Charter's like, who the fuck put on Headley, <laughs> right? Like, And he's like, Headley sucks. And Headley's from Cape Breton, aren't they? Of course they are. 
Anyways, screeching halt. The whole get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the whole audience, the whole room turned on us. Eh? I thought he was gonna say, "Hey, buddy, buddy you got, got my fucking shoes on." <laughs> <laughs> those are my thongs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been looking for those. <laughs> Call back, Hill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But then there was that silence, but then I think Charters, uh, they said, someone said, like, what did you say? And then Charters was like, just doubled down. Like, I said, fuck Headley. And then so, luckily somebody else was like, yeah, fuck Headley. And it was like, go on with the night. Whew. Yeah. Cl- close one. Yeah. Split the rim for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I think now uh, that, that would go over well because he's a rapist or something, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't you know the Headley guy's a little creep on? He's on the Gian Gameshi train. You put yeah. him on the... Uh, finger in your mouth with Z's and Zari. I didn't, you know, I didn't like, keep uh, tabs on him. Oh, yeah. He goes that. in that camp. Really? You know? Oh, yeah. He'll probably jerk off in a plant or something. Like, he's got some <laughs> He's got some issues. I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't know if it's corroborated. Maybe you should say allegedly. It's a Dutch That guy back. from Headley doesn't seem like that's like a stretch to think that that guy is a creepy fuck, you know? He's kind of like... I'm trying to picture him. He's gross. He's like... Uh, like kind of like missing a tooth, I think. And okay, he, I think like, I got the right guy. Tattooed. On, was he the host of like the video awards, much music one time? That guy. Maybe yeah, because he I was. So. He they they thought he was like killing it in every way. And then he got really gross. And then everyone just started uh, admitting that he gets real rapey after shows. That'll get you. And then uh, yeah, that's what kind of ended Headley, I think. I don't know if I. I sometimes remember news stories. The, the swift blow of rape got a hold of him. Yeah, it'll, it'll grab you. Yeah, it's one of the trappings of success, Michael. I wouldn't know. I've never had any, so I'm so far so good. I caught the cause. Yeah, hey. yeah. yeah. I'm you watch that Cosby documentary? No. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's they good. got the cause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that guy really liked the idea of Spanish Fly. Like he went on for way too long trying to like express to people who didn't even want to hear it. Like he was on Larry King in the '90s, you know, when he was like the Cosby Show, Cosby talking about Spanish Fly. And did you know you could fucking drug girls and just do whatever you want with them? Like it's awesome. He was like outright saying it. Yeah. Wow. Like saying to Larry, like you know. You know, everybody wants to do dirt. Yeah. If you just talk like that, then you just get away with it yeah. for yeah. years. And then yeah. she falls asleep. <laughs> dirt to fall asleep. Bring the poop in the mouth. Old Billy anyway, boy. Uh, he got out of jail. That people, he must have been innocent. Yeah, him and OJ are golfing together. Or? I think they are yeah. both, yeah. I think they they paid their paid their debt to society. They did what they had to do, eh? Yeah, I can start liking his albums again. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that um, that's about an hour. We might as well just kill it because I got to pee. We just come in hot at the end of the show. Oh, Is that yeah, what happened? Great. We don't yeah. have to do this. We're gonna have drinks afterwards and get rid of the uh, the formalities of this podcast. Perfect. You know, and uh, we can just have a good time. So I think that's. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. Unless everyone wants to do anything, because I'm like right to my teeth and piss. So uh, that is our show for this week, everyone. If you'd like to tell a friend about our program and tell them to listen to some of our old ones that uh, are better than this one. And uh, <laughs> except for the end. Yeah. And uh, if you'd like to also uh, remember to like uh, South Coast Comedy Festival and look out for f- uh, further announcements in the future. 
Uh, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Look for my uh, comedy dates or book me at PeteVanDykeComedian.com. And until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Hit it, Kev! Show and I was listening to your theme song.